I have got some ghost stories for you. I feel something crawl into the bed with me and it starts to spoon me. There was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep and I would hear my name being called. Different voices call my name. Poof, the person disappeared right in front of our eyes. And we were both like, did you see that? There was this figure of a woman. Her skin was bluish and her hands were clawed and her mouth was wide open. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up, we've got a story about a haunted house in New York City that earned the nickname the Duppy House. Oh, I kind of like that name. Oh, the it's Duppy House. The Duppy House. And there's a reason for that. John's going to explain why. Love it. First, we have to say a great big thank you to Sherry Phillips, who just became an annual patron. Yeah, Sherry. Uh, don't forget, we do have exclusive content over there, like three years worth of exclusive yep. content. And you get the episodes early. So find that at patreon.com backslash haunted AF. All right. Going to beg for a second. Please write us a nice review. Oh God, please. Yes. Please make it five stars. <laughs> okay. If that was whiny enough, that should force you to go do it. Uh, you can also find us on anywhere social media wise, but YouTube, especially we want to promote YouTube because we're hilarious on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the YouTube, the YouTube videos take a really long time and yeah. they, they don't, they get like a very small fraction of the views or yeah. You know, we get far more listeners on the podcast. Am I making sense? Yeah, you. We get more people listen to us than they do watch us. Yes, and they are funny, and they do take a very long time to produce. So go yeah. check it out. But also, watching us is kind of a fun sporting event. Yeah, it is. Uh, please check out our merch page, hauntedaf.com. You can buy all the merch. We have to give a big shout out to Della Reeves, who actually has bought the most haunted AF gear in the last month, and that's saying a lot because that we've is. had a lot of people buying stuff. Yeah, so uh, thank you, Della. Definitely, we okay, love you. Let's just go ahead and jump into the stories. This one comes from Sam, who's actually shared a couple of stories with us recently. Uh, when we first moved into my new house, I told my landlord, you know, that he needed to come over and, you know, we needed to go through some other stuff. So we were walking through the house and there's this little like Harry Potter closet underneath our stairs. And <laughs> my landlord goes, oh, well, that's weird. And I go, what is it? And he goes, well, we'll take a look at this. And so he pulls this, this board out and you guys, it's a handmade Ouija board on like a piece of small plywood. Like somebody had just drawn on it like, oh, we're going to just make our own little Ouija board and f- around with it. <laughs> I was like, you need to take that. You need to burn it. I don't want it on my house. Like, I don't want it in my property. I don't want it anywhere near my house. Get rid of it. And so weird things have happened. Like we've heard glasses clinking in the cupboards when nobody's moving. We've had footsteps. Um, my daughter recently came running up the stairs going, no, 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 no. And I was like, what happened? And she goes, mom, one of the doors down there just popped open. Mm-hmm. And it's a door that like, it doesn't just pop open. You have to physically turn the handle to open it. And she goes, I'm not going back down there. I said, okay, fine. I'll go down. And sure enough, the door was open and I still live there three years later. So lots of fun. Thanks. You guys love you both. You're awesome. 
Thank you, Sam. So I've got three things. Okay. Uh, first of all, we love the handmade Ouija boards. Absolutely. If you ever make one, you have to take a picture and send it to us. Mm-hmm. Secondly, the when you hear glasses rattling in the cupboard. Yeah. So we had a period of time where North Texas was having a lot of earthquakes and we didn't feel it. But the only way I would know. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. The only way I knew it was happening is I would hear the plates rattling in the cupboard. Yeah. And that was really strange uh, for me because I'm not I've never been in an earthquake sure. before but we had like 13 over just a couple of days right it was super strange and then the third thing is somebody else just sent me a video of their door opening in their mm-hmm. living room I know so we when we get a couple of minutes I need to share that video because it's so great there's no reason for anybody to be there the movement triggered an inside security camera oh dang yeah so she's like I have no idea why my front door just opened on up on it on its own well, hello ghosty ghost hello I just wanted to say you know those memes that are like around and find out yeah that's what i thought of when she pulled out the ouija board the homemade ouija board she should take a picture with it and just put around and find out (laughs) (laughs) i gotta say we're getting a lot of ouija board stuff right now i do i hate the ouija board i I kind of do too well we had a really kind of disappointing experience when we tried it out for sure but there's still something i just got a story who sent this story was it des it's a bunch something like 30 girls were sent to the hospital in columbia uh because and they because they were messing around with the ouija board at school what happened i don't i did not see this they kept fainting and they said it was because of the ouija board it's from the like the mirror so it's probably not Not a real real story yeah but i was like that's like the fourth ouija board story that i've read recently i was gonna say maybe they were playing light as a feather stiff as a board and then we're just dropping people Did you ever play that growing up? Oh, hell oh, yes. Same. I it was love the greatest. It. Oh, and it's so, and it, it works. Like, hey, guess what? It works because you've got 20 girls picking yeah. you up. Picking the lightest <laughs> girl in the room. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. I used to have audio because my daughter was recording it at a sleepover. Fantastic. And that moment where they're all chanting. Mm-hmm. And then when the girls started going up and they all screamed and ran, <laughs> it was amazing. That's fantastic. I kind of wish you still had that. I wish I did I'd too. I'd love to listen to it. All right. Our next story comes from Latiki. So Latiki said, Several years ago, my best friend and I loved to fill up our gas tank, grab some food and other things, wink, wink, and hit the country roads. I love you and your friend, Latiki. Uh, We live in northern Tennessee, and there is an old church nearby with a cemetery and a little school that's been there since the Civil War. We've had three separate experiences there. Strike one. We were walking around the cemetery when I felt like I stepped in a swarm of gnats, meaning I had a tingle from between my eyes to the back of my head. I swatted at them and turned around to warn my friend, but there weren't any bugs. <laughs> my friend was right behind me and she didn't see anything. All right, strike two. We snuck out of the house as 30-something adults and went driving around the country. I love you guys. We came upon the same church and got out because my friend wanted to swing on the tire swings out there. Good God, why? Because they're awesome. I know. Afterwards, we went to peek inside the church. Mind you, it's about two in the morning and dead silent until we peeked in the church window. All of a sudden, there were loud drums. My feet grew wings, and I ran my happy ass back to the truck. Yeah. 
At first I thought she meant literally my literally feet grew wings. Grew. And I was like, what <laughs> the hell is happening at this place? I can tell. You were like, my feet grew wings. Yeah. And I was like, where is this going? <laughs> Strike three. Same year. It's winter. And we are once again riding around in the country. Of course, we drove by this church. The cemetery I mentioned earlier is located right on the edge of this property. The road curves along its fence. And as we took this curve, a figure appeared under the tree. It was snowing, but you could clearly make out its shape. And as we passed, it turned its body to watch us go by. I looked at my friend and she said, don't say a thing. I have not been back because that's all the encouragement I need. Just found your podcast and I love it. Latiki. Love you, Latiki. Great story. And write us back. I want to know what the name of this little church is. I want to look it up. Right. I want to see pictures of the cemetery as well. Oh, you're going to love this. Who's that scratching at the back door? Who's that drinking out the toilet bowl? It's the death pet. Death pet of the week. Oh, yes. Wow. Thank that you. That sounds like professionals did it. That was amazing. That's from Eric. Eric <gasps> has some ghost stories for Love us. It. He has not sent them yet, but this one comes from Holly. Hi, ladies. I'm from Springfield, Missouri. Oh, my God. I got so drunk in Springfield, Missouri. I was trying to fly <laughs> to Springfield, Missouri one time, and I somehow ended up in Springfield, Illinois. That's a totally different story. Anyhow, Holly says, I love your show. My daughter and I used to have a black cat named Boo Boo. Oh, I love that name. And she was afraid of everything. People, animal sounds, you name it, she was scared of it. Well, she passed away in November last year, but she is still with us. Our new cat sees her and runs from her, but we don't see anything. One night, my daughter was in the hall talking to me with the new cat at her feet. She said, Mom, is the dog in there with you? And I said, yeah, why? And I had my hand on the dog. Mm -hmm. She said, there's a white tail moving around in the kitchen. The cat can see it too. So we lost our little dog last year as well. So I asked, is it a cat or a dog? She didn't know or really care at that moment. Nope. I'm sure that Boo Boo is still here. And I blame her when the new cat runs through the house and slides across the (laughs) kitchen floor. Thanks for reading my story. Holly. Now, Holly, I will tell you, sometimes they do that um, that crazy run mm-hmm. right after they've taken a very satisfying poop. And I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I know when it happens in my house, I usually have to go scoop the litter box or everything's going to smell like hell. Uh, all right. So this next story comes from John. Hey, Julie and Rebecca. Um, my name is John. I'm from Connecticut. I have a few ghost stories that I wanted to share with you both, but I'm going to start with this one that I call the duck house. I'm originally from New York and I would go back to visit my best friend during the summer and we were visiting his family. So it's a very big house, a big green, kind of creepy looking on the outside. It didn't really seem creepy at the time, but I could see how it would look a little like it might be haunted. When I visited my best friend, we were hanging out Uh, We were actually outside of the house, across the street. It was my best friend, his cousin, and myself, and we were just chatting it up. And while they were talking, they started mentioning this this word that I'd never heard before, duppy. Just to give you some context, my best friend and his family, they're Jamaican. So I said, what what does duppy mean? And he said, ghost. It kind of surprised me because uh, we'd never talked about ghosts before. We'd never talked about paranormal experiences. So to hear him and his cousin start going into all of these detailed experiences and they start talking about how the activity was so high that the family actually started calling it the duppy house. They would hear whispers, they would hear scratching, bangs in the wall, but one of the most creepy things that they both mentioned was a doppelganger. 
and I really was interested in this, and I know a few of your other stories that you've had had mentioned doppelgangers before, so I really wanted to get him to elaborate more on this, and they, they both wouldn't. They refused. They actually said it was taboo. So, you know, I, I left it alone. I didn't, you know, poke and prod any further. But at one point, uh, the cousin basically says that no one in the family goes into the attic. They believe a lot of the activity stems from the attic, so they refuse to go there. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's pretty interesting. And while the cousin's mentioning this, I turn to look at the house and I see a woman. It looks like one of my best friend's aunts. I've met many of them. You know, it kind of freaked me out. I was like, well, wait, no one goes into the attic. And I mentioned this to both, you know, my best friend and his cousin. I said, well, who's in the attic staring at us? And they both stopped talking, turned to look at the house look back at each other and say, Duppy House. It couldn't have been more than two seconds. And then when I turned to look back at the attic window, the woman was gone. The drapes had come back over. It looked like no one was ever there. I, you know, I was freaked out. I was like, oh, wow, okay, uh, what's, what's this all about? And they started to tell me that the doppelganger experience happened in the attic. The attic is actually as a, as a bedroom for one of my best friend's aunts for, for many years. And um, a few years prior to this incident, she had passed away from cancer. The activity ramped up after she had passed. And they had a few members of the family live in that room after she had passed. And they all would be there move somewhere else or try to go to another room in the house because there's there's many rooms so it's quite a big house that's pretty much the story um it's not terribly exciting but it was uh definitely a jarring experience to say the least i really really enjoy your podcast and um, i hope that uh this gets added to one of your future episodes so thank you both so much bye Thank you, John. And John did send some pictures Ooh, of the Duppy house. Yes. I want to see. First D- of all, Duppy is like the cutest name ever for like ghosts. Well, it's fun too. If you Duppy. If you Google Duppy house, it's uh, it's a very common Jamaican term. Yeah. And so you'll find all these stories about the Duppy house. I love it. We will post the picture hauntedaf.com. And this is episode six. Unless you're watching on YouTube. We'll post it right here. In, in the middle. It's right like, here it is. somewhere. Oh, and by the way, if you are watching on YouTube, um, there's a reason we look like this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We don't always look this good. We, we didn't just have facelifts either. Uh, I was playing around with the filters, and now I don't know how to change it. And I kind of <laughs> don't want to. It's a little. It's over the top. It's way over the top. No, it's fantastic. I feel like a soap opera star. Yeah, we look like we're in a soap opera. We're going to like get in a fight. How dare you? How dare you? Have an affair with my husband, and I'll throw this water I was going to say, we had to throw a drink on each other or something. But... <laughs> All right, so our next story here comes from Jody with an I. Hi. Hi, Jody. Hi, Julie and Rebecca. I love you guys and your podcast so much. You are my companions on my daily commute. Thank oh, you. So sweet. It's comforting to hear others share their paranormal experiences. It makes people like me who've had their share of experiences feel like they aren't alone or crazy. Good. That's the point. That's the whole idea. So years ago, I moved into a very haunted house with my kids and now ex-husband. We knew it was haunted because my ex had grown up there. Needless to say, I I was nervous, but our bank account balance left us no choice. We've all been there. Yeah. I should also mention that the home was vacant when we moved in and at the bottom of a long country road in the middle of the woods, because where else would it be, right? Yeah. I've always got a creepy vibe there, even just being on the property. You know it's bad if just pulling up you're feeling it. Correct. I have stories for days about this place, but for now, I'll stick to this one experience that still haunts me. 
Back in my 20s, I was a bit more adventurous when it came to the paranormal. I even purchased a spirit board and attempted to communicate with whatever lived in that home. I.e. Ouija board. (laughs) Correct. That's exactly what that is. Most of the time, the messages that came through that board were intelligent and I got excited. I thought I might finally find out who or what was attached to that property. One night, we had friends over. The guys were playing a video game, so my friend and I decided to try the spirit board. There were three hot spots in the home, so we started in the hall bathroom. We asked the usual questions. Is anyone here? Can you give us a sign? The board was unresponsive, which was really not normal for me. Wow. I know, that's crazy. Looking back, that should have been my first clue to abort the mission. Yeah. Then the planchette began to slowly move. It guided to the letters D Y. E. No matter what the question was, we got the same slow response. D-Y-E. Then it started aggressively moving on the board, spelling D-Y-E over and over again. My friend and I got frustrated, so we put the board away and went to the kitchen for dinner. Just as I gathered my plate and headed to the dining room, I glanced up at the window. Written outside, on the glass, in condensation was D-Y-E. No. Oh, like, (laughs) come on. You're killing me. We hadn't said anything to our husbands, so they couldn't have done this as a prank. Furthermore, this window was at least 15 to 20 feet above the ground. I have tons more experiences to share. If you're interested, keep up the wonderful podcast, ladies. Best wishes, Jody. So, was this ghost either just really bad at spelling and wanted them to die? Sure. Or did somebody have a really bad root situation going on? was like dying at the hair yes it's like dye your hair maybe Fix it, it was dye. the ghost of a hairdresser who was like girl you have got to do something about those roots absolutely could have been <laughs> okay so this final story comes from lisa who says hey y'all i can't remember a time when i didn't enjoy ghost stories <laughs> my husband chris on the other hand was raised to believe that the paranormal is evil mm-hmm. he wasn't even allowed to watch bewitched or i dream of genie growing up oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. I love it. ironically he's the one who had ghostly encounters over the years In 2010, Chris operated the lights for our daughter's first community theater production. The theater was in a beautiful historic structure built in 1906 as a regional post office. Access to the tech booth was by way of a 90-degree metal ladder from what was originally the postal inspector's catwalks. I need a picture of that. I do, too. I I can't visualize it. Uh, During the final performance of the run, Chris and the sound operator were alone on opposite sides of the booth. When they heard and felt someone descend the ladder. When they glanced around to see who had joined them, they only saw each other. Mm. They shrugged it off, but moments later, whatever had climbed down to join them climbed back up. (laughs) A few years later, Chris traveled to London on business and stayed in a renowned old hotel. I'll leave out the name, but it's quite close to Buckingham Palace and is frequented by guests of the royals. Ooh. Fancy. During his first night there, he was awakened by an extreme chill in the room. It was so cold, he got out of bed to check the thermostat, but found that the reading did not reflect the feel of the room. As he walked back to his bed, a frightened female voice beside him said, please don't hurt me. Of course, no one else was in the room. He kept the lights on all night long and requested a new room first thing in the morning. 
My Chris was a fun, brilliant, and funny guy. It still hurts to speak of him in the past tense, but that's where we are. We lost him to a sudden and massive heart attack nearly four years ago. Mm. And even though we had 35 years together, I'm greedy and wanted at least 35 more. Understandable. In the early weeks after his passing, I had experiences that can be explained by the effects of shock and the predictive nature of our minds from long-established routines. I heard the distinctive sound of his cough from our bedroom one evening. About the same time, I would always hear him in there changing clothes after work. I heard the sound of the bathroom cabinet door closing and the time he'd normally be getting ready to leave. Recently, though, something happened that was so funny and so very Chris that I have to believe it was him pranking me. Yeah. Early one morning in December, I was getting ready for the day and heard voices in the living room. The TV, which was off when I went to bed, was on and turned to a movie. I wrote this off as the mysteries of electronics until it happened again. A week or so later, my daughter's two pugs were staying with me, which made us a four pug household for the weekend. (laughs) No way was I allowing four pugs to snore all night in my room because they do. They snore so loud. So I covered the sofa in blankets and told them all good night. The TV was most definitely off. Well, the next morning, I heard voices in my living room again. Not only was the TV on, but it was turned to, I kid you not, a dog movie, <laughs> which all four pugs were intently watching. That's so cute. <laughs> Despite the chills down my back, it was the funniest <laughs> sight. And all I could say was, well played, my love. Well played. Oh, and that's from Lisa. Oh, my God. That gosh. is a beautifully wonderful story, Lisa, Lisa. Love it. We need pictures of Chris. Absolutely. The pugs. And please tell me you got a picture of the pugs yeah. watching TV. Oh, my God. Oh, I need adorable. to see that. Same. All right, you guys. Don't forget, find us on all of our social medias. We are literally everywhere. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. And if you see a spooky, 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 spooky video. No, don't do that. Did you like that. that I added don't all the spookies? <laughs> did you mean to add the double spookies? No, I did I swear to God. Oh, I, am, I am Ron Burgundy you are and I Ron. will read it. <laughs> <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. Uh, okay, I'm just going to start over. And if you see any spooky videos, please remember to tag us because we love to watch those and then make fun of them. Yes, because we are doing the haunted AF shits on paranormal videos right now. So we need more of them. Because honestly, most of the videos that I've seen lately have been kind of scary. So I've seen a few scary ones, but I keep seeing ones where it's like, look how haunted I am. And there's nothing there and please send the stories write them down record them and please send us anything you think we might use with it like pictures of the duppy absolutely pictures of the pugs we want all of that stuff or if you have links you think we'll appreciate uh or just send us pictures of your pets too just because we just like animals yeah we like those send it all to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com so we can use it this season on haunted af and don't forget to subscribe to haunted af on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher wherever you listen to podcasts please Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 